It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. With the Honda Civic Diesel, the cleanest and most efficient Honda Civic ever. With Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. For the World Cup, it's Rugby Live at Five on Nova with Brent Pope with me every Thursday night from five o'clock to seven. Brought to us by the Engaging. Get it? Engaging. Honda Civic Petrol with Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.e for a really good look. Actually, you know what, Brent? I'm just back from holiday. Yeah. I saw you. I was standing right beside you. I didn't even know it was you. About uh, three Saturdays ago. Yeah. At the Apple Green on the Stillorgan Dual Carriageway. That'd be right. And there's this huge, big, tall bloke, which I couldn't... Because you had your motorcycle helmet on <laughs> and I couldn't see it was you and you were talking to these other two uh, who also had a, a motorbike but I oh think, okay I think I it was remember. I think it was one of those big kind of Honda things yeah, that's yeah, like driving driving your sitting room yeah, or something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I was putting petrol in the tank because yeah. I'd heard about the French prices right as you turn to get onto your oh excuse me Harley and it's a big one so I hadn't seen it I could just see huh that's Brent inside that helmet. And it's... <laughs> and away you went. Oh, no, it's a great sound to it. It's a great sound to it. Yeah. Jesus, man, I could hear you for a good 100, 200 yards. I think the... Na- lucky I've been in the neighbourhood a, a, a while, 10 or 12 years. I was kind of one of the younger ones that moved into that neighbourhood now because I'm conscious of going down the street because there's yeah. a lot of uh, younger families have moved in with, with young kids. So... You know, even up this morning, I had a meeting at uh, it was up about half six, and I just I was very conscious of when I turned it on. Oh God, yeah, early morning. But the kids love it. Kids are amazed by motorbikes. Yes, we are, aren't we? All of us. You know, and you go, you pull up to the lights, and and kids, you know, with their mothers or the fathers or them, always just fascinated. And I always give them the thumbs up, and that they're amazed. Like you know, they just look at the bikes, and and they love them. They love the sound they make. Well, the 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 Harley suits you, yeah, because because the height. I need a few tents now, though. Your God, do you still have the scooter? No, <laughs> I'd say you look pretty silly on that. <laughs> <laughs> that scooter got stolen. Well, it got stolen twice. That the, the, the sco- outside of radio stations, actually, on, on both occasions. Oh, okay, and I mean the guards were very good, but I kind of felt a bit embarrassed saying, "What what sort of bike are we looking for, Ben?" I said, "A fifty cc." They could have stolen so that. I kinda, they could have, they could have half inch that from under you. You wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> No, I, I I love getting out the bike. It's good for your mental health too. I get out and go around the Wicklow Mountains and that, you know. It's yeah, the, it is. It's great. It's, there's, there's nothing like it. We'll talk rugby shortly. World Cup Rugby Live at Five with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney with the Honda Civic Diesel, the cleanest and most efficient Honda Civic ever with Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Radio Nova. Well, here we are again. So soon, Brent. So soon, but I've this missed one, you. I've met, yeah, well, you've missed me. Ah, well, uh, ne- next time get a telescopic sight. You might, <laughs> <laughs> you might do better. But you know, we should be like, we should be like the coaches who are always saying, "Oh, yeah, I wouldn't worry about the the, the Six Nations. Brian, I wouldn't worry about the Triple Crown. Oh, it's the World Cup. That's the important one." Yeah, well, it is, isn't it? But uh, I think people put all the excuses into a box because you had people saying that you know, look, we're not worried about the results for the. Uh, for the kind of friendly series, and suddenly they were worried about the results. When England <laughs> turned nearly, well, nearly 60 points on Ireland, suddenly people were tearing up their tickets and saying, we're not going to Japan. From Ireland had gone from a team that could win it to a team that uh, people probably weren't 
going to think they could get, even get out of their pool stages back to a team that can win it again all in, over the last month. So uh, I suppose where I see them at, I, you know, I'd be I'd be hopeful they can get to a semi-final. If they get to a semi-final, they'll have done it the hard way because they've presumably played either New Zealand or South Africa in the quarter-final. And if you can get that far, they would have to believe they can get to a final and win it because that type of mentality of saying, OK, you've already beaten the one of the two hot favourites. If you can do that, then you can do it again. I think that's where they're at. I'm going to go through those uh, through the first. It's a pool stage, isn't it? It's the yeah. it's pool. Literally, they're pool calling stage. it a pool stage. Yeah. yeah. I want to go through those, and I'll run some um, pretty obvious predictions past you shortly. <laughs> okay, they will That's be fine. pretty obvious because they're mine. Well, <laughs> it's the Rugby World Cup live at five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Okay, quick reactions, right? Yes or no? Kind of yep. thing, right? Uh, Japan, Russia, Japan to win. Yes. Australia, Fiji. Australia to win. Yes. France, Argentina. Hard, Ooh, one, hard one to call. Tough one. Hard one to call. I'm going with, I'm going with France. Yeah, are you going with France? I would yep. go with France. Uh, New Zealand, South Africa. Equally Ooh, hard. South I'm Africa going with New Zealand. Still, but no, I, still, no, I still, still go with the blacks on that Backlash. Yeah, 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 there's that as well. Oh, uh, Italy, Namibia. Namibia. <laughs> Namibia. Okay. <laughs> Italy. <laughs> She's an idiot. Um, now, Ireland, Scotland. It's hard to Call, well, Brent. I it don't think it's as car- I, I, I'm, I, you know, for all the Scottish fans out there, for those two that are listening, <laughs> I, I, look, I think Ireland, it, despite going in not at full strength, meaning that, you know, there's injury concerns over three players, uh, Robbie Henshaw, um, Rob Carney, and Keith Earls, and probably over other players as well. They'll still go in, I think, as the favourites. I just don't think Scotland's um, warm-up friendlies. <laughs> Back-to-back wins against Georgia. I don't think they're in the same at the same preparation stage that Ireland are. I think they seem to be peaking at the right time, and I just think they probably have a little bit too much in the tank for Scotland. Having said that, Scotland banana skin potential side, uh, dangerous on hard grounds. They'll try to play it quickly. I don't know whether the humidity will be something they'll have expected to play. Certainly, coming from Scotland, if they haven't had a lot of hot weather training, they may find that a bit difficult. Just pat because of the way they play the game, they have to play it quickly. They have to buzz around the field. That's the way they've always played. Uh, it's a quick rucking, a quick load game, as you call it. Offload quickly, move the point of attack all over. I just think that they're in the set piece game. Uh, their scrums and their lineouts will be superior to Scotland's. Having said that, Scotland have some game breakers. Finn Russell at half plays well. Of course, we know about Stuart Hogg at uh, at fullback, one of the best counter attackers in the game. Darcy Graham, a big star from last year's back line. Uh, they're just possibly a bit callow up front for Ireland, but. There's more important things here to look at because it's what Japan view this as because if Ireland beat Scotland, then Japan will probably put out a weaker side against Ireland six days later and go after Japan, uh, go after Scotland, Scotland in the last match of the round. Having said that, if Scotland managed to beat Ireland, Ireland would be in a bit of trouble against Japan six days later because Japan would then say, OK, well, Ireland's the route to go through if we're going to qualify and put, and put their strong side. team. Because Japan, yeah. Samoa, Russia, all these teams in Ireland's group, they pick out the teams they think they can beat and they put out their best side. So Samoa will put out their best side against Russia and against Japan because they think they're the wins they're going to get. And then they'll look to maybe possibly knock over Scotland or Ireland. But I can see, I, if Ireland beats Scotland, I can see actually Scotland getting beaten in another game uh, whether that's against Japan or whether it's against Samoa, but I still think it'll be Ireland, Scotland out of the group, but it could be Ireland, Japan. 
Well, they're keeping us waiting for a good long time. They put us right on at the end, quarter to nine Sunday morning. World Cup Rugby Live at Five with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney with the Honda Civic Diesel, the cleanest and most efficient Honda Civic ever with Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Radio Nova. Brent, the first match is uh, Scotland, Saturday, and you will be there. Kanishua. Kanishua, Pat. Kanishua. Kanishua. Oh, Pat Kanishua. I've got the Bearing Down tea. I've got that. I've got. Uh, Got to have the karaoke songs. You've got to have your Fabulous. Wi-Fi. There's so much to look into, actually, when you go to Japan. I And I'm a bad traveller. I'm one of these people that just sort of packs the bag the night before. I'm lucky if I get to the airport with my passport. That's a good traveller. But funny enough, you've got to ask the banks even if they take cards. I was in the bank today. They said they do in the cities, but in the outskirts of Tokyo that they probably don't take the cards. Then you've got to look at uh, the Wi-Fi, and you'd think in a country like Japan, they invented like China, that stuff. exactly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. yet because it's quite mountainous, right. uh, Japan, there's some areas that uh, they don't get Wi-Fi very uh, very well. So and of course the roaming charges and uh, you know the, the cost of living Massive. is astronomical in Japan. So you Massive. don't want to be chatting to the wife back home or something and running up the rum, roaming charge and get back and get one of those bills like we've all had. Thankfully, those days have passed, but... Well, kind of. I rang yeah. my dad from uh, Spain one time on his birthday. I, I will never tell him that it cost me 200 quid. 200 quid. 200 quid! <laughs> and it was only like for about 20 minutes or something. I'm well, thinking, I, Jesus, Daddy, you're worth it. I remember Sake. years ago, a, a rugby player being on tour and ringing his girlfriend or something. Of course, he had had a few drinks and he was talking and then forgot to sort of hang up. And the phone went on sort of for the whole night. I think the charge oh, was about no. three or 4,000. You know, because he he hadn't hung up at his end. He just put the phone, obviously, up on the on the bedside lock or whatever, and and oh, you know, no. oh, well, that's no. what he said. But uh, <laughs> that's he might what have he got said. on one of those chat lines. You yes, know. Uh, Japan's probably full of them as well. Oh yes, um, uh, I love probably. your story about you've a good Steve Hansen story. Tell me that in a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. For the World Cup, it's Rugby Live at Five on Nova with Brent Pope. You're going to Japan, you lucky man, for the first couple of games. Have you been to Japan? No. It's a different culture and it takes a bit of getting used to. One, the humidity is, is unbelievable. It'll be yeah, this I've heard. And, and completely clouded skies. Clouded skies and yet yeah. you will sweat and buckets. You know, because, I mean, you're getting all these people that go on these tours, they're packing. You know, how do you pack for, for humidity and then a typhoon, which is which is they also experience at that time. Jesus. But it's just the crowds. It's the kind of – Tokyo especially, it's like you get – it's like don't try walking the opposite direction to where the crowd are going because you You're just get numbers. swept. You get outnumbered. They even used to employ people to push people Remember into that. Remember that? I've seen yeah. pictures of that. These yeah. guys in uniforms with tastefully yeah. white, clean gloves and they'd push people And they push you in. The, and if you're anyway the claustrophobic, subway. they're amazingly on time. They run the, the the train service or whatever, you know, so efficiently over there. It's unbelievable. Like up to, you know, five seconds, They you know, they don't delay. They don't hang around mm. for you to have a, have a smoke of a cigarette on the platform or anything while you wait. No, it's gone, you know. But I went to a wedding over there. A friend of mine was marrying a, a Japanese girl, and they brought the president or the CEO of the company. And as soon as he decided to leave, all the employees left as well. They went with him. Went with him. So suddenly went from a wedding party of about 250, having great crack, to a wedding party of about 30, because he got up and decided that he was going to head away at 9 o'clock or something. It's like royalty yes, things. Yes, and they, and they were all obliged to go. 
But yeah, but those that, things... That, that things... That's interesting, because if everybody leaves when the CEO leaves, I wonder if that could be the key to cracking the Japanese rugby team. That's what I mean. Because, yeah, if you, like, send the captain off for something, hoosh, and all yeah. the rest <laughs> fall off behind him. There you go. <laughs> Sorted. World Cup Rugby Live at Five with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney with the Honda Civic Diesel, the cleanest and most efficient Honda Civic ever with Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Radio Nova. Rugby Live at Five for the World Cup, building up. Brent Pope's with me. And the teams, the massive, like, the military operation these days. You know, it's more than just rugby. Then bring in all the this fitness coach and the high-performance coach. Why isn't there a low-performance coach? Surely they're the ones who need it. Um, and, and, like, and all these other psychiatrists, the psychologists and everything. How do you... What are the tricks, I wonder... Uh, especially with with coaches, like how you manage to to psych up a whole big group of fellas like that. Uh, there's some great stories about that. Uh, the Munster captain who was also oh, the name will come back to me, but who was also the Which captain. Which tour was this? Oh no, this is years ago. Oh, right. He was a Munster captain. What's his name? He's a famous uh, Irish rugby player. Played for Ireland as well, but he was an inspirational kind of leader, and uh, he would give the great team talks. But I think Munster were playing Australia. People will correct me if I'm wrong. They'll come back to the names of this, but. He gave this amazing emotional talk about going out and playing Australia. Now, I don't think they've beaten Australia before, and the players were all up for 90 and ready to go through a brick wall for him is what you want from the captain. He said, righto, he said, let's go. And he opened the door, but he ran into the toilets by oh, mistake. No. <laughs> and all the players sort of pushed up, and he ended up in the sort of urinals, and they had to back out and go out the right door. Ah! But, you know, you've kind of lost the, you've lost the whole momentum, haven't you? It's the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney from Radio Nova and Nova.ie. Brent, will I tell you a story from my travels in France just in the last couple of weeks? We went to this little, little village. And in this village, there is a butcher. Mm. There is a baker. No. (laughs) They're short on candles in that place. But there is a beauty parlour, the inevitable Norman church, and a restaurant. That's it. What else do you need? And there we are sitting outside in the sunshine. And this guy, the owner of the restaurant, is something straight out of Asterix. You know, he has the moustache yeah, 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 yeah. The down big, here the big... and, uh, with the belly and yeah, yeah. the grumpy face. Yeah. And, you know, he's, he's out there taking the orders. Not a word <laughs> of English. If he has, he's not going to use it. Yeah. You know, whatever. Humping and... Oh, yeah, oh yeah, no, he yeah, didn't yeah. want to know. Yeah. But like, he's getting on fine with the six or eight locals who are in there. Love yeah. them to bits. But me and the leader of the opposition didn't want to know. The owner of the cottage that we were staying yeah. in, the jeep that we were staying in, when I told him that we'd gone there, and he said, did you manage to get a smile out of your man? <laughs> and I said, as it happens, I did. And the reason was this. I'd noticed he had a shirt on. It was a polo shirt. It, was a, it had once been purple. And as he turned around to walk away grumpily, I could, could have sworn I'd seen Eden Park number 10 written on the back of this shirt, right? Yeah. But Eden Park, for anybody who doesn't know, is arguably the home of New Zealand rugby. Waits for Brent to react, who's from the opposite end of the country. No. But see... But you know it's also but, a fashion brand established by well, well, French rugby players. Well, this is it. This is it. I yeah. didn't know that until the <laughs> other day. So I go in to pay the bill afterwards anyway, and I said, excuse me, to this guy, who had thrown the bill down without even looking at me while he waved goodbye to his friends. And I said, excuse me, your shirt. I said, um... Is that Eden Park on the back? Turns around, yes. And I said, well, you won't believe 
and then told him because like yeah. leader of the opposition is a, is a, yeah. a proper Kiwi and I explained where like where we're brought up yeah, yeah. and where where it comes yeah. from and all that stuff in this tiny village in a part of France that nobody goes to and instantly he lit up it was unbelievable he said yes well there was a guy who played against an all black team and yeah. France won Yeah. And he made this society sort of thing, a company, and they put out yeah. these shirts. I think that Which brand... Which one was it? It was, around, it was around the time of sort of Serge Blanco's era. So I'm oh thinking, I'm thinking it's ahead. around about the mid-1980s or whatever. I don't think it's 94 because I remember that brand coming over here before. There used to be a shop, in, in an Eden Park shop in Dublin that did all that gear oh, and right. I don't know who set it up um, it was a was French that, player I think he was a, well, well he would have been a number 10 presumably. it would have been a number 10 and he set up this fashion brand but they do all kinds of things you know it's a, it's a, it's a big brand of course. It's a, but did know, you know in direct did, competition with my brand I'd have to oh, say oh whoops so yeah. buy Pope shirts exactly. buy Pope exactly. shirts and Pope shoes and Pope <laughs> shoes subliminal <laughs> advertising and uh, good, good afternoon too to the actual residents of what many would say is the real Eden Park it's just out of Dunleary. Is there an Eden Park in Dunleary? Yes, there is. A, a park sure, called... Oh, Eden Park. No, it's not a park. It's a, it's a load of little houses, a little terrace. Oh, called Eden Park. World Cup Rugby Live at Five with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney with the Honda Civic Diesel. The cleanest and most efficient Honda Civic ever with Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Radio Nova. And it's uh, Rugby World Cup time. Rugby Live at Five every Thursday... And Brent Pope will be with me. Right, Brent, that's us. Uh, before you head off to Japan, uh, what stars should we be looking out for this weekend in the first round? Um, who? Well, the good thing about a, the good or? thing about a World Cup, isn't it? Uh, you know, like I mean, players have gone on to greatness in World Cups. I remember John Alomu going there as a young. Ah as a young up-and-coming player, left the star. So you're going to have players that are suddenly going to come on the world stage after this tournament. And it's just a one-hit maybe as well, isn't That's it? That's it. I mean, I suppose as far as Ireland concerned, players to watch, I suppose, from the younger brigade, we know would be Jacob Stopdale, obviously, try-scoring machine. His form hasn't been as good as it was last year. Gary Ringrose is another one who needs to rediscover some form. You've got Josh Vanderfly, who could make a real impression on hard grounds. Scotland, you know, you've got Darcy Graham, that young winger made such an impression last year. Finn Russell, a couple of midfield backs. You've got a South African guy who actually, I'm delighted to see Chesney Colby, who's a, a place for Toulouse. He's a bit in the Shane Williams mould. Uh, he's a small player. He's brave. He's dynamic. You know, he's only about five foot eight and he's, he's lightweight. And that's great to see in the game when it's all about physicality. But look, you want it to be a World Cup where the memories are off the field as well. So you want, I remember the last time, I remember Sonny Bill Williams giving his medal to the guy that came onto the field oh, or something. Yes. You want, I, I always place a huge emphasis, Pat, I, I don't know if it's stupid, but on sportsmanship. I want to see this World Cup where people give a hand up to somebody else off the ground or people congratulate people off the field. Those are the sorts of things you want to see because I think that feel-good factor is huge in sport and I think that it shouldn't always be about necessarily winning. It should be about what the so-called tier two teams like the Samars, the Japans, the Georgias, the Russians, what they bring to it as well in a sense of going out there and giving their best account of themselves and also, say, the sportsmanship aspect, the camaraderie aspects. That's what I want to see. We will reconvene next Thursday. We will convene after a week in Japan. Good luck. It will be full of uh, raw fish. 
rice. I don't know how to use chopsticks. I'm going to learn. Well, ish. You know, I, I'm going to. I'm going taking some chopsticks up with me on the plane, so I'm going to have a, a crash session, course sure. because you feel a bit of an idiot but with a spoon. Just just use one and spear everything. Yeah, but I can't see me catching flies like those kung fu but, movies. Oh that, yeah, that's know. good stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'll show you how to do that yeah. after. <laughs> This has been the Rugby World Cup Live at Five podcast with Brent Pope and Pat Courtney. With the dynamic and engaging Honda Civic Petrol. With Honda Sensing as standard. Visit Honda.ie. Join us next week for another podcast or catch the show live Thursdays at five on Radio Nova and Nova.ie.